0: And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com/slash VIP slash tour stores. Have a great one. Hey listeners, the new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is here. RX11 is everything you need to fix, enhance, and polish your audio for music and content creation. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10 at isotope.com. That's F R E T 10 at dot E.com. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening. I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We at Ruinous use Isotope plugins for all phases of our audio production and podcasts. They're easy to use, and you can get things sounding exactly the way you want. To learn more and get 10% off all software products, visit isotope.com slash and enter code RUIN10, R-U-I-N-1-0. Enjoy the show. Hi, John, how you doing? I'm good, Joe, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm here in Seattle. Um, fair weather
1: i'm in chapel hill north carolina and, and we've just hit that beautiful day block where i hope it goes on forever yeah perfect temperature sunny it's just kind of that great holding pattern of not oppressive heat like two weeks ago and and not fall yet either so it's right in the middle
0: right i love that have you been in chapel hill all summer long
1: Yes um we got lucky with both Bob Mould and the Mountain Goats where uh we finished a Bob Mould record in I think it got wrapped up probably on March 1st or something and the Mountain Goats recorded an album that got finished up on March I think 15th so I went right wow. home went right home after that and I've been here pretty much since March 18th
0: wow yeah. You did really get in there under the wire. I yeah. think I got home from my tour on March fifteenth.
1: Oh my god! Oof.
0: So what's your what's your day look like during the pandemic?
1: Well, I'll um. At first, probably like a lot of people, I was having trouble mm-hmm. sleeping through the night, where I'd and there was nothing to do, so I'd fall asleep around ten, maybe, and then get up at two, wide awake, and not be able to sleep until seven in the morning, and. um so, I got into a better groove on that where where I'll um, I'll get up hopefully around seven in the morning, and I'll um, make some coffee and I'll have this this green food thing I subscribe to where uh, I, pr- I probably don't eat that well now that I'm cooking for myself every day. So mm-hmm. I, I thought I probably wasn't getting enough nutrients. So I subscribe to this this thing that comes once a month and it's all kinds of. Everything you you need to get in your diet in one powder powder
2: yeah. sco- scoopful. So
1: <laughs> so I'll take that and then and then I'll go for a walk across the street in this um this very suburban neighborhood that I never really even knew existed until this came about. But it's directly across the street from me, and so I'll I'll do a, a mile and a half in the morning around in the hour of ten,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I'll come home and I'll, I'll meditate for half an hour. And then I'll I'll do my uh, either a hundred push-ups or or I'll do a I'll do a mixture of push-ups on this push-up board I just got, which is really great. Like it works all your all the areas. So I'll do that and then I'll 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 hang for a bit and I'll read a little bit in the backyard and then I'll I, I have a a playlist of, of of what I think are hard uh, hard drumming songs and I'll try to get through at least two of them. Without fucking them up, yeah, and and then I'll just take the day from there.
0: What's been the top three hardest drumming songs?
1: The one in particular is by the Pretenders, and it's called "The Phone Call," and mm-hmm. it's, all, it's on the first record. And it, it's oddly, it's Chrissy Hines' birthday today, and I I emailed her earlier in the in the in the morning, and I and I said I'm 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 celebrating your birthday by getting through the phone call twice <laughs> t- today without fucking it up. And yeah. uh, so th- that's a tough one. Like that, that that's really tough because I, I don't have, uh, I don't know. I, I think I take offense to odd time signatures. Like why can't, why can't this song just be normal? Right. And, and that's, that's a hundred percent on me. Um, and, uh, but I, I kind of have fun getting in, in the songs and figuring out, oh, that this happens three times, but only the second time it kind of skips a measure, but they all sound like they skip a measure. And so, it's kind of fun to get into the nuts and bolts of that and prove to myself that I, I'm not a complete drumming idiot.
0: Right, I had a I had a drumming idiot. Uh, I was rehearsing a Cold War Kids song that I had never played before from their first record, mm-hmm. and uh, this really makes me sound stupid. I had to call another drummer or two and say, "What time signature is this in?" Yeah, it was in four
1: but it's just so bizarre oh, that it sounds yeah. yes that's a yeah, that's a that's a whole thing and um a lot of these songs sound really hard but they're not like uh uh spirits in the material world by the police uh-huh. it's like once you figure out how he counted it in it makes yeah. sense it, it's like rock and roll by by led zeppelin i think he starts it on maybe three and or two ends so once you once you kind of know where it started it's a lot easier
0: <laughs> and that's exactly how I learned that song Is Jason that right? McG- Jason McGurr said now do you have the count in right and I was like yeah I got it and then I went back and like actually paid attention to it and then I had it yeah. I have it now forever yeah, it's tough.
2: Look up from the around at the faces of their eyes.
0: uh do you have any family in Chapel Hill well it's
1: funny um I grew up outside of Philadelphia about 35 miles in the f- farmlands mm-hmm. and um we my entire family over the course of like of 30 years migrated to Chapel Hill A- and all individually my brother ended up in North Carolina first on a track scholarship. And then I ended up joining a band in Winston-Salem and then migrating here. And I joined Superchunk. And my parents ended up moving here in the late 90s. And my uncle ended up wow. mo- moving here about 10 years ago. Yeah, so it's crazy. So, And we're all fairly close to one another, which is amazing in in this particular period of time.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, so everyone's doing okay?
1: Yeah, all good.
0: One more generation of the Worcesters in North Carolina, and you guys are going to have a very special accent. Right? It's like, <laughs> is it Philly or is it yeah. is it Southern? It's going to be good. <laughs> um, have you been in, at, around any BLM marches or protests there in Chapel Hill? No, and... and-
1: I I might have I might be completely out of touch. I don't know of of there having been one. I'm sure there probably was, but I I wasn't aware of it. But I, I I fully support the the cause.
0: Have you noticed anything in your behavior or anyone you know or the community's behavior since this movement's been?
1: Well, it's interesting. I I live I live about maybe five miles outside of Chapel Hill, which is you know obviously a for the most part, a liberal oasis in this state, which, which is, is, is turning. I'm happy to say, um, inching anyway. And, um, uh, so, you know, you don't really get the full perspective of, of what is actually happening in North Carolina just by being in, in Chapel Hill, especially now that, you know, you don't, you don't leave town. Um, right. But, um, unfortunately, you know, I'll, I'll do these, these drives every couple of days, just, just like 10 15 miles out of town and once you get out in the country it's pretty much trump sign after trump sign in everyone's yard um so i don't think there's probably a lot of change going on in that area uh, yeah. a- around me but you know i think you can only only take personal responsibility and my my you know i i i feel like i'm trying to be way more open to everything yeah you know what i mean it's like um just you know acknowledging that everyone has their own experience and they're all these everyone's experience needs to be respected and
0: supported yeah i think that's one thing i i was out in rural washington this weekend and um there's, you know obviously there's more trump signs etc outside of seattle and um I coincidentally met a – seemed to be a fairly right conspiracy theorist right. on the beach in northern Washington, yeah. and um, he was a little aggressive, but not not in an angry way. He was just really wanted to get his agenda across, mm-hmm. and it really made me think about it when I was driving home is I. I don't want to pity anyone. That makes me seem like a dick, too. But I was just like this. I don't you know, I didn't take much time to get his history, but this guy might have got fired. He might be fucked right now. And he just is latching on to whatever he can, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a big that's a big part of it. And, um, you know, and I'm never going to change a Trumper's mind. And right. they're absolutely not going to change my mind. So, <laughs> yeah. so I feel like, you know, I think he's wrong. He thinks I'm wrong, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, and we're not going to change each other's mind, but, you know, he's a human, I'm a human, and, you know, you know, I, I have nothing in common with this person, but, you know, I'll continue to live.
0: Right. Yeah, and as you say, I just, you just reminded me that I guess I am listening a little bit more to people I didn't listen to or like. Yeah, same,
1: and it hasn't changed my mind,
0: you know. Do, no. Yeah. I,
1: I feel exactly the same. You know, I, I would Do anything to get Joe Biden elected, and yes, and uh, you know, but uh, you know, I, I, and on on one hand, like I'm tired of thinking about it too. Oh my God, yeah, you know, like I, I I was watching the news just twenty four seven for weeks, and I just, I hit the wall where I can anymore.
0: Yeah, I check in,
1: I check in, but not for these extended periods.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that, what have you been watching or reading outside of the all the news?
1: well, I, I start I started it's funny I one of the few positives of this whole quarantine is that it's for, it's forced me to actually watch and read a lot of the things that I've bought over the last 10 years cuz I've been touring pretty much constantly since 29 mm-hmm. 2009. So you know, I bought all this stuff over the, over a decade and really haven't had time to read or watch much of it. So I'm digging through these DVDs that I've bought over the years and I love documentaries. So I, I've been watching some of those over, over the last few days. Uh, there's this great documentary about this guy, Charles Whitman, who was the guy that went into the tower in Austin at the uh-huh. university of Texas in 66. And, uh, and it, it's this incredible documentary about that day, but it's told through the, the voices that these people are still alive for the most part. Uh, of the people on the ground who mm-hmm. were trying to help each other. And one was a pregnant woman that got, you know, a shot and she was laying there for hours and but it's just this beautifully made documentary. It's called tower. So I would, I highly recommend that. Um, one called the seven five about these corrupt cr- uh, cops in the, I think in the Bronx, in the, in the eighties, it's really good. And um, I love that show. Ozark.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: On Netflix, I watched all that uh, in a couple days. Um, I, I watched this uh, movie last night about Richard Jewell, uh, and, and it's called Richard Jewell, and I, and I think Clint Eastwood directed it. And it, I guess it came out last year. Oh my God, what a performance by the main guy mm-hmm. whose name I don't even know. I'm going to look it up right now. He could, he might be famous, but uh, <laughs> but here we go. Yeah, yeah, it came out last year. <laughs> Paul, Paul Walter Hauser, who I, I don't know who that
0: is. Could Dennell. be your next door neighbor.
1: Could be. Speaking of, this is, this is funny. You know, yeah. my, my, my whole childhood from age 10 to when I moved away at, at 19, I played the drums probably every day in my house. And mm-hmm. we, we lived in a, you know, a suburban uh, street in the country. And I, I just can't imagine the hell my parents and my, Neighbors went through. And so I've been in the house I'm in now for, for 10 years uh, in October. And so yeah, I've been playing the drums every day here. And about three weeks ago, I go outside and I hear drumming. And it turns out a drummer moved in right across the street. So now I'm reeking oh. the karma. Oh, he's good, though. He's good.
0: This but, is gorgeous. Uh,
1: yeah. I feel like this has been coming for... <laughs> For decades, you know, <laughs> no. it's, it's my, it's my, it is my car, my karmic comeuppance.
0: <laughs> I just finally, I have a studio, fortunately, that I can drive to or have been for a couple months. Otherwise, I've been playing a children's drum set in my house. That sounds fun. It, it, well, then I started recording with it because it sounds so good. Yeah. It's really great. But I finally moved my adult drum set in and found myself stuffing my windows with pillows.
1: Oh, my God.
0: As to not bother my neighbors.
1: Yeah. Have they complained?
0: Nope. That's good. I don't know what my reaction would be. I think I'd be nice. But or would I just be a teenager again and be like, fuck you?
1: Well, I don't know. On their end, I would think you're so good that they would just say, <laughs> oh, Thank this guy's you. like this guy's a pro. And he <laughs> he's obviously doing this for for work for because this is what he does. Yeah. You know?
0: I think some of the neighbor kids that know I play drums uh, professionally, if you yeah. will, they also think I'm a good guitarist, a good singer, a good piano player. I let that ride a little bit you for, have to until, <laughs> and, until they ask for lessons
1: oh yeah that's the that's the wall that,
2: yeah that's where the wall goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So with the the two records that came out this year, the Mountain Goats, and I'm assuming you had touring scheduled for everyone.
1: Yeah, we lost a lot this year. Uh, Mountain Goats had a big one in the spring, and then, Mm -hmm. Bob, we were going to go all over the country, and then over to Europe in September, and then Mountain Goats were going to go on a big one in November. So, yeah, everything everything went away.
0: Have you heard any reports of postponing?
1: Yeah, they've all—I mean— We've got new dates for all of them, but oh, you do. But who knows at this point? You know, uh, you know, our our great leader is, I'm sure, is going to try try to get some semblance of the vaccine out before election day, which is a complete disaster. But hopefully, that yeah. will even even happen. But yeah. uh who knows? You know, I, I'm hearing good things about this Oxford uh vaccine, but you know, then there's the whole manufacturing and delivering and all that. So who knows? Fingers crossed for spring.
0: Yeah. Likewise. Well, I'd like to play American Crisis. Is that cool with you?
1: Absolutely. And um, the interesting thing about this song is that we recorded it for the previous album and it didn't have a title, didn't have anything. And when Bob sent Jason and I the demos for this album that's about to come out called Blue Hearts, this American Crisis song was in it with the title American Crisis, and and so so his demos are are basically a drum machine and and guitar, maybe a little bass and sometimes vocals, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. And so in the pack of these songs was this song American Crisis, but it was just the instrumental part of it. And I still thought it was a drum machine, and and, and I thought oh my my God, he really took the time to program this the way i would play this like that the fills are this kind of the same things right. I, I would do and then i realized it, it was our version that we recorded for the previous album so i went for day for days thinking it was it was something he put together and then we we did re-record it in the version you are about to play
0: all right yeah. let's play it here it goes <laughs> That is a fierce number.
1: Raging. Geez, it really is. That was the 30th take. No, it wasn't. It's crazy. And it's really fast. And those songs are weird when you're, we do them to a click just so, you know, we can all hang hang together in the overdubs and all that. And it's just so weird when you first hear a click for a song like that. It's just tick, 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 tick.
0: There's some 16th notes in there that uh, on a different podcast I'd like to ask you about.
1: I, I get it all from from Bill Stevenson. Um, who are the – oh, the guy before me, uh, Chuck in Superchunk, he was great at that. Really great. It took me years and years to learn to get even close to that. Yeah. I don't know if you recall a band called uh, Government Issue. It yes. was a hardcore band. Their, their first drummer, Mark Alberstadt. Mm -hmm. um just insane
0: just so impressive i was just watching a video bill stevenson oh yeah what What, uh what was it it was a live flag performance right i forget what version that is keith bill chuck and egerton or something like that
1: stefan and and des and des on guitar
0: and it's just the camera was just on him. It must have been. It could have even been some drum-oriented video, but those sixteenth. Oh, it's amazing. It's so weird. And,
1: and he he's great to watch. And I, I also have this with with guys like Dave Lombardo, who I think I I don't like yeah. metal or even Slayer, but I I could just watch him play forever. And yeah. And, and Bill is like that too, where it's it's it's, it's um they're very powerful but you watch them they're not like doing that raw thing that i I can't even watch people do anymore and and they're not hitting the drums so hard that there's no tone you know what i mean it's very it's almost misleading like what you're watching and what you're hearing it's really interesting
0: yeah the uh, economy in which bill stevenson plays is it's crazy. I guess Lombardo too now that I think about it. It's so fluttery and he's not a massive hitter, I guess. No. Yeah. Fluttery
1: fluttery is is the perfect word. I look for that in in like a live band uh, uh, with guitar players too. Like I like guys that float like Peter Buck or uh Marty Wilson Piper from the Church like they they just kind of like it, float in their own little atmosphere. I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Have you been listening to anything that's really Got you excited lately? Anything on repeat in your house?
1: Um, I was on a Teenage fan club kick recently. Mm -hmm. This is the classic stuff. Uh, The Laws.
0: Oh, The Laws. Laws are so good. I love The Laws. It's just one record, right?
1: Just one record. And my understanding is that that Lee, the main guy who, who, who has the either good fortune or misfortune of making enough money off of one song to not have to work ever again.
0: Oh my God. You know what
1: I mean? Like, like that can be great. And that can also, I think is in his case, it's, I feel like it's kept him from striving to achieve again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But, uh, Oh my God, what a, what a record. And it's my understanding, my understanding that, that he never liked the final mix that I guess, I guess Steve, Steve Lillywhite did. Oh. And and almost disowns it somehow in, in some way, which I think it's a pretty perfect record.
0: I do too. I, um, I think that 50% of the people I know and or play music with know who the laws are until you tell them about There She Goes. The song that that other band did. Yeah. (laughs) Most people love it once they hear it. And when I was in a band with Johnny Marr, I knew he would know who the laws are. And I was really obsessed with them at the time and listening to them constantly as much as I could listen to that record. And I had the bright idea of having Johnny Marr reach out to them and make get them to make a new record. Yeah. And he just said, I don't think they'll ever make a record again. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. Bummer. Um, well, I'm going to let you go here in a minute, but I wanted to ask you one more question. What do you do to get through the day when it's bumming you out or stressing you out?
1: Well, I... Like I, I said, I meditate uh, mm-hmm. in the morning, and, and then I, I also on these walks, I'll kind of do that too, where I'll just, I won't even listen to music sometimes, mm-hmm. or, or, or I'll, I'll, I have you know one of those noise generator sort of apps, and, and I listen to what's called brown noise. Yeah. And yeah. you know, there's there's white and there's pink, and oddly, this brown noise was discovered by a guy named Brown. That's why it's called brown noise.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, isn't
1: that weird. And uh, so it's just like this kind of <sighs> right, kind of thing, and it blocks everything out. And I'll I'll listen to that while I walk, and I'm able to kind of work through whatever my issues are, whatever's mm-hmm. bothering me. If there's like a like something, someone said something, or or I took something a certain way, and I'll. I'll work through that as I walk and listen to this brown noise. So I I would advise anyone to just kind of disengage from whatever the problem is Mm -hmm. and, or, or, or take a nap. That's, that's a great thing. Yeah. Go to sleep for 20 minutes, get out of your body. I believe we leave our bodies when we sleep and, and, uh, come back to whatever the problem is. And I, I, I think you will, you will approach it differently.
0: That's great. I'm a big napper. I'm, I get narcoleptic sometime between three and four, but only for mm-hmm. about 10 minutes, maybe 20.
1: They say that's that's all you need. Anything more is, is counterproductive if, if you do more than 20 minutes.
0: Um, I wanted to say that I have an app called White Noise, which may be the same one you have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in fact, I often use Brown Noise, but... You know, you can mix all the sounds. You can make oh, I've mix. never mixed. Okay, so get this. This makes me laugh every time, and I use it on tour every day when I'm taking a nap. I mix shower and brown, and when I open my app, it says brown shower. Oh! And I laugh every time, and I go to sleep about a minute later. It's See, really.
1: You figured it out. There, that, that's what made you happy. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's great. All right. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate you. Thank me you, your Joe. Time.
1: That was very fun, and we haven't spoken in quite a while, so it was nice to catch up.
0: Yeah, likewise. And uh, boy, I hope to see you somewhere in the next year. I not think at it's... your home, not at my home. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Fingers crossed.
0: All right. Take it easy. Thanks too, again. Joe.
2: Bye. Bye. When I was 12. I was dancing when I was 12 I was dancing when I was out I was dancing when I was out dance myself right out the womb dance myself right out the wall